Welcome to the Chavi Bird Podcast. My name is Valerie and I'm so excited that you're here joining me in my little bookish space. I'm so excited to finally be recording this episode and beginning this podcast, which has been a dream of mine for quite some time now. I actually had a friend create the logo and the um, cover image for me a while ago, but after she did that, I began to feel a little hesitant about even beginning this podcast, Um, but I've been doing some thinking lately, and I do think if there's one thing that these past few years have taught us, which has been a lot of things, uh, one of the most important things to me has been to pursue what you're passionate about, uh, because time is going to pass us by regardless of if we do what we love or not. And so here I am. Um, On this podcast, I aim to focus on book reviews, but I would also really like to include just chatty episodes where I uh, talk about life and some other topics that I'm passionate about. So today I wanted to talk about books that have had an impact on me as a reader. I think that it will help you just kind of get to know about who I am as a reader. Um... And kind of, uh, yeah, what I'm interested in, I think it'll give you some insight about what types of books you may hear about on this podcast. So you can kind of decide if that's something you're interested in or not. I decided to do this in three sections. So the first uh, section is books that were a catalyst to my becoming a book lover which um, are more books from like my elementary school days. The second are books that grew me or books um, that were my constant companions while growing up. And so for me, this would be my high school time. And lastly, uh, the section would be my favorite books of all time as of 2021. (laughs) Uh, These books are going to change. The list is going to grow. But as of right now, these would be some of my favorite books. Now, I probably am missing a few because I don't have the best memory. But as far as I could remember, these are just some of the books that are my favorite. And lastly, lastly, I'll discuss some of my favorite books that I read this year so far. Um, And so the year of 2021, though unfortunately I didn't read as much as I wanted to. So this list is a little short, uh, but as I am recording this episode right now, it is Friday, December 31st, and I'm confident that the amount of books that I read is about to drastically change. So while the 2021 list is pretty short, next year I'm sure that that list will be a bit longer. So the first section are stories that were a catalyst to me becoming a book lover. And so, like I said, these are books that uh, I read as a child or that were read to me as a child. The first would be Junie B. Jones by Barbara Park. Um, And I feel like some of these books may be a little uh, comical, Um, but I really feel like it's important to just kind of pay some respect to um, just the books that really made, that really kind of started that fire, that book-loving kind of 
um, spirit, right? And Jenny B. Jones, for me, is kind of the epitome of that. So Jenny B. Jones uh, follows Juni B. Jones, which the B stands for Beatrice. And Junie is a kindergartner, I believe, when we first start the series out and we follow her throughout her elementary years. And there's just a lot of really fun books within this book series, a lot of really fun adventures and predicaments, and it's just a fun series. I actually found some of these books at a little shop that was having a sale, and I bought some of them for my nine-year-old sister, and she loves these books. I've read them to her, and she really likes them, and so I just love that I'm able to continue that kind of legacy for Junie B. Jones. The next is A Rainbow Fish by Marcus Feister. Um, I feel like this is a book that many of us know. Um, it's a fish who has very sparkly scales and all the other fish come up to him and are like, hey, can I have one of your scales? And he really doesn't want to part with his scales. And so as a result, you know, he becomes kind of ostracized and lonely. Um... The other fish don't really want to play with him, that type of thing. And so eventually he learns that to be a member of the school of fish, I guess, um, he has to part with some of his scales and kind of share share the beauty with others. And so eventually he ends up very happy. The next book is Corduroy by Don Freeman. And this is a story about a bear who wears overalls and loses his button and so no one wants to buy him and so it's a search for his missing button he goes on a little bit of an adventure the next book is Amelia Bedelia by Peggy Parrish and Amelia Bedelia I just love this book so much I love these books so much Amelia Bedelia is such a fun character always getting into something silly. Like I remember um, the time she's playing baseball and they tell her to steal home base and she actually picks it up and runs home. And it's just hilarious. Um, There's a moment when they have her dress the turkey and she ends up putting the turkey in a little tux, (laughs) which is so silly. Um, And it's that really lighthearted, silly stories um and and I love them so much yeah Amelia Bedelia good very nostalgic go to memories for me sideways stories from wayside school by Lewis Sachar now I remember my teacher reading these um, stories to us I don't remember the the stories themselves but I remember just being really enthralled by them I remember me and my classmates just thinking they were the funniest things and it's just fond fond memories for me and I would love to actually pick these books up again and read them for my sister because I think she would really enjoy them. Where the Sidewalk Ends by Shel Silverstein. Classic book of poems. They are a bit funny, some of them are a bit creepy, but very entertaining for children and different, uh, different than all of the rest of these, which are very 
um, chapter books, you know, short stories, and then having a book of poems, uh, which I think is really cool. Children's poems, which I think is cool. Children of the Red King, or in my mind, it's called the Charlie Bone series <laughs> by Jenny Nemo. This is a story about a boy named Charlie Bone who, who learns that he can hear the people in pictures. So he eventually is sent to Bloor's Academy where there are many other gifted children there and basically adventure awaits. Really cool series. I didn't read a lot of books with male characters as the protagonist when I was a child or um, even, even, you know, in my adulthood or as a teenager. And so this was really cool to me. I, yeah, I like the magic themes in it. I think it was probably very influential in me loving fantasy novels, which we are now leading into stories that grew me. And a lot of these are fantasy novels. I love fantasy novels. I really, uh, there are a few contemporary novels and I would really like to read some more contemporary novels. And so if you have any favorites, any recommendations, I will share my Instagram, um, which is at chattybirdpod. Uh, you can send your recommendations there and I look so forward to seeing them and reading them. So stories that grew me. These are in no order. Unfortunately, I didn't, I kind of just made this list and it was like, well, let me just go for it and record this episode and stop putting it off. And I didn't think of putting this into like some type of some type of uh, list, like from favorite, from my number one favorite to least favorite or anything like that. They're in no order at all. I just kind of put all of these books down. So the first is Stirred of the Traveling Pants by Anne Brashears. I love Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. I love those movies. I think they are so much fun. They really touch on friendship and relationships and growth through um, loss and pain and love. And they were just really great, I think. It is a story about four best friends who find a pair of pants that fit all of them. And then they mail them around to one another and share the pants. They each kind of have their own adventure. And I just think it's a really fun book. I no longer own them. Um, although I do. I will, This is a problem with me. I cannot part from my books. And so when I remember books that I love and I don't have copies of them, I want to buy them. But then... I don't need them. <laughs> I don't need them. I just want them. Just to have them. No. Next is Twilight by Stephanie Meyer. And I mean, do I need to say any more? <laughs> do I need to say any more, really? I just feel like this is a cornerstone for so many book lovers. I remember in high school, so many of my friends were reading this book and they weren't people who liked to read much at all, but they all read this book. 
it's it's not the best book in the world and you know I, I really don't care that people have kind of made fun of Twilight or judge the writing or or anything like that I enjoyed them for what they were at you know high school and I really enjoyed the movies the acting was kind of cringy sometimes but I loved those movies and my mom would actually take me to see them around my birthday because they always kind of came out around my birthday which is November 29th and so yeah, I remember like seeing those movies around that time and it was kind of like a sweet tradition and I really was invested in those books and in the movies and so just great fond memories for me. The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. The Hunger Games. I was actually I actually just uh rewatched these movies a little bit ago and I was talking to one of my friends about them and I think that the Hunger Games had one of the best book to movie adaptations. The movies are so well done. The acting is fantastic. I think that you know why they while they can't incorporate all of the plot from the books into the movies they did a really great job. They are just fantastic favorite favorite books they're not in my favorite of all time though but I will say that they are fantastic books City of Bones by Cassandra Clare The Mortal Instruments I mean I love Cassandra Clare as an author I like her writing style I really like her world building and I love how she's very inclusive you know she so a lot of um, people of differing abilities, people of color, people in the LGBTQ community. I just think it's fantastic how inclusive these books are uh, without like trying really hard though. Very good series. Next is The Vampire Academy by Rochelle Mead. I love the different take of vampires in this series. There are the Maroi, which are the kind of royal bloodline vampires who have different abilities like water, fire, air, earth, and spirit. There are the Dampir, which are the guardians of the Maroi. And then there are the Strigoi, who are evil vampires who I believe they have to kill someone. Um, like drain them of their blood in order to become a Strigoi. Great series. I love Rose so much. She's one of my favorite characters of all time. And if I, <laughs> honestly, if I have a child, if I have a daughter, I want to name her Rose because I just love Rose so much. One of my favorite um, female leads. She's so badass. And I just love this series so much. The House of Night series by PC and Kristen Cast. This is a series that I don't hear talked of a lot, to be quite honest. And it could be that at the time I was reading these books, I wasn't really involved on like social media or anything like that. And so maybe that's why I didn't hear much about it. But this series follows Zoe Redbird, who is marked and becomes a fledgling vampire. I never got to finish this series, unfortunately. But I really would love to because I was really enthralled in the world 
of these books, they also included goddesses, like the goddess Nyx. And I love mythology so much. And so this was just a really interesting series for me. Not super appropriate for the time that I was reading it um, in high school. I was pretty young, I think. And there were some pretty sexual and graphic scenes in it. Um, But my mom didn't know. (laughs) You know, my mom wasn't like pre-reading the books I was reading. So I read it anyway and I really like these books. So very good. Also, I love Stevie Ray in the House of Night series. She is so lovable and she's one of my favorite characters to this day. There's Divergent by Veronica Roth, which another, you know, a a book that kind of blew up. It has its own movie series, which those movies are pretty good. Uh, And just Divergent, the 12 different, oh no, I lie. That's um, Hunger Games that has the 12 different. um, Now, why am I forgetting what it's called now? districts they have 12 districts in Divergent they have a number of different factions which I had to google this before because I forgot what the factions were Um, but there's Candor, the Honest, there's Erudite, the Intelligent, there's Amity, the Peaceful, there's Dauntless, the Brave and then I forgot what the other ones are, abnegation, which are the selfless. And that was really, um, it's just really interesting for me at the time, uh, the, the kind of values of each faction, and I thought it was pretty interesting. There's The Ranger Apprentice by John Flanagan. Now, these books I got at Ollie's. I think I got like the first and second and fourth at Ollie's. And now the problem with Ollie's, excuse me. The problem with Ollie's for me is that I can never find all of the books in the series. And so... I never got to finish it. I never really read books, like I said, with a male lead. And so it was just different for me. This book follows Will, who was chosen to be a ranger. And rangers are those that protect the kingdom. So like guardians, um, he goes through a pretty intense training to become a ranger. Super interesting book. I wish I had finished it. It was a bit more gritty than I was used to and kind of dark. Um, But it was really, it was great. I I did like it a lot and I wish I had finished it. I feel like it's too late now to get back into this book series. But The Ranger Apprentice by John Flanagan did like it. Books by Sarah Desson or Sarah Desson. I'm not sure how to say her last name. Uh, specifically Along for the Ride. I really love this book. I think it was really touching um, a story of growth and self-development. It's a really great beach read. The characters are really 
well written. I think it is realistic in all of the best and worst ways from what I can remember. It's, you know, I don't read a lot of contemporary novels, but this is one of them that I will always kind of go back to as one of my favorites. A Great and Terrible Beauty by Libba Bray. This book series. I love it. I love them. I remember very uh, explicitly that my teacher let me borrow these books. My English teacher let me borrow these books. And I remember that I had done something to make my brother upset. I don't think it was something serious, <laughs> to be quite honest. But he, what he did was treacherous, honestly. He had a pocket knife and he sliced this book, like half, half of it. Like, how do I explain it? Like the bottom half of the book, he sliced it. And I remember just being so upset because it was my teacher's book. And I remember taping each page like back together. Like he only sliced it once. So um, it, was, it wasn't that difficult to tape some pages back together. But I remember just being so upset. Like how could you deface my book? <laughs> um and I bring it up to him to this day, and he he says that he, he didn't do it. So, obviously, he did. <laughs> and I don't believe him. I think he says he's kind of sticking to he didn't do it because he knows how much I love my books, and I would just hold on to that forever. So, that was my list of stories that grew me and stories that were my companions growing up. Next are my favorite books of all time. As of 2021. I want to make that clear. Favorite books of all time. Again, some of these some of these books are going to be repeated. So I won't go through the plot of these, but I'll just mention them super quickly. So again, Cassandra Clare. The Mortal Instruments series, The Infernal Devices, The Last Hours. I mean, y'all, these books are so good. I didn't really love The Dark Artifices. I wasn't really connected to Emma and Julian's story. I didn't really like Emma as a main character. I'm really, I'm not sure why. To be quite honest, I just remember that when I was reading that series, I just wasn't as invested. Now, there were characters that I did like and that I love. I mean, there were characters that I loved. Their mentor, Diana, one of my favorite characters, uh, the main, the leader of the Wild Hunt. I love their relationship so much. It was so sweet. I loved Mark. He's just hilarious, and, you know, his relationship with Kiernan, um, just, it was just so good, you know, the book, the books weren't my favorite, but some of the characters and their growth and their relationships in that series, just, I really loved. Again, the Vampire Academy, 
by Veronica Roth and A Great and Terrible Beauty by Lobo Bray. The End of Days by Susan E. I love this series so much. It follows Penryn who is hiding after the angels have come down to bring an apocalypse. The first book follows Penryn as she risks everything to save her sister who's been taken by angels and she does so with the help of Rob who is also an angel. This is a great series. It's a dystopian novel. It's a bit gritty. It's set in San Francisco, I believe. Super, I, I want to say fun, although it's not really, it's a gritty, <laughs> it's not really fun. It's adventurous. It's heartwarming, really, the love that Penrin has for her sister. It's quite beautiful. And her relationship with Raph, the way that that develops, is really great. Amazing, amazing series. Her mom as well. I'm just remembering this now. Her mom and the rotten eggs. And you have to read this series if you haven't. Because that sentence right there is probably very odd. Her mom and rotten eggs. You just have to read it to get it. So please read it. So good. I would love to discuss if you've read this series. Children of Blood and Bone by Tomi Adeyemi. Uh, this book follows Zeli Adebola, who is tasked to return magic um, that has been banned from, from her land. So Zeli is tasked to return the magic of the Orishas and is being pursued as well by the crown prince. It's an interesting story that is inspired by and incorporates aspects of an ATR or an African traditional religion. I went into this book actually while I was learning about ATRs and I picked this book up not knowing that that ATRs inspired and really were the, the base and the foundation of this book which is <laughs> happy coincidence for me. I love that it follows a strong, Black, empowered lead. Yes, we love that. And I recommend that you pick this book up. The next two are series by Sarah J. Mass. Now, I love Sarah J. Mass as well. The love I have for Sarah J. Mass and Cassandra Clare are, I mean... The limit does not exist, really. <laughs> the first is A Court of Thorns and Roses, which at first glance is a Beauty and the Beast retelling. But, oh man, it is so much more than that. It follows Farah, who is a badass. And really, that's all I'm going to say because you need to read this book if you haven't. It's a high fantasy uh, series and it is just so good. Next is Throne of Glass which follows Selena Sardofian who is an assassin. She's been released from her imprisonment at Indovier and the person who's released her is a crown prince. He wants her to participate in a competition to become the king's champion. The love stories in this series are freaking epic. They are gut-wrenching. They are 
just everything. So if you have not, I will beg you to read this series. If fantasy novels are your jam, you will thank me. I think you will thank me in the future. Now are my best favorite books of 2021. As I said, I didn't read many books in 2021, but these are some of, you know, my top that I did read, obviously, or else I wouldn't be talking about them. So, (laughs) uh, some of these are repeated uh, children, actually only one of them are a repeat, and that is Children of Blood and Bone by Tomi Adiyemi. Again, I don't have much to add to what I had already said, but you need to pick this book up. That's what I will add. I think I already said that, but I'm saying it again. (laughs) Next is Legend Born by Tracy Dion. This series follows Brie, who we learn has recently lost her mother. We follow her as she attends the University of North Carolina, Chaplin Hill and where she learns about a secret society that's based on the Knights of the Roundtable. This was interesting to me because as an undergraduate student, I had taken a class on Arthurian literature, and so I just thought it was super interesting. Um, I'm not a super... I'm not a huge fan of Arthurian literature, but I do think it it is interesting. And so... uh, But I really like... I just think this storytelling is so unique, the way that this author approaches Arthurian literature is fantastic. It's fantastic. I don't know how else to describe it. It's so much more than just a novel that's based on Arthurian lore. Uh, I think the author also beautifully and really poignantly addresses racism. I really think this book is a must-read. I love seeing an empowered Black woman as a main character. I also love that the author has weaved in characters that are LGBT as well. Representation and telling the stories of those that have been historically oppressed is so important. So I really urge you to pick up this novel. I inhaled this book in one day. It is so good. I look forward to reading the rest of them. The next book is The First Time Gardener by Jessica Sowards of Roots and Refuge Farm. <laughs> now I'm laughing because this book does seem out of place with all of the other books that I shared that are fantasy, historical fiction, um, that are contemporary uh so it, it, it does seem out of place but how to put this on the list I think that you will learn quite a bit about me throughout these book reviews one how much I love fantasy novels but another love of mine is gardening and to be honest I've never actually had a garden and I've never gardened before but I dream of the day that I do have a garden. And so I have been watching Jess on her YouTube channel, Claude's Roots and Refuge Farm, for quite a while now. And I'm obsessed. Um, Her family is so sweet, and Jess is just so so sweet, uh, funny, and really um, 
passionate about gardening and sharing that with other people and sustainability and so I just think uh, their YouTube channel is fantastic so give that a watch if you haven't. I've learned so much from her and I've really been preparing myself for when I do have space to garden so I had to pick up her book and it just did not disappoint just is very poetic when she talks about the garden which I love and it's just a really comprehensive guide as well so I think if you love gardening you should definitely check this out. How to Get Over a Boy by Chidera Egeru. This book in my eyes is just really crucial to learning how to radically love yourself um, which sounds you know really beautiful when you say it that way and really poetic it's really hard um, but so important and you know this book is so much more than just getting over a boy it's really falling in love with yourself in the deepest and truest way and really um being true to yourself um and realizing that you are the shit and you are the prize as chitty would say so i really recommend this book to uh to anyone i recommend that you follow her on instagram it is at the slum flower v s l u m slum flower she also has a documentary called bring back the bush and she's on another called womanhood and she also has a ted talk on youtube which is really great so i recommend that you just give her a goog if you want to change your life because she's fantastic now the last series or it's not a series I lied. The last book is Circe by Madeline Miller. Now this book will actually be the first that I chat about on this podcast. Pod I said podcast so we're there. <laughs> this will actually be the first book that I chat about on this podcast. This book is so freaking good. If you love Greek mythology and a strong female lead then you are going to love this book. I'm not going to say anything more because I will go into all of these spoilery details on our next episode. I'm so excited to review Circe. I thought it was fantastic, and I'm so excited to talk about it. So that is the end of this first episode. We learned a little bit about the books that I loved as a child, as a teenager, and um, really books that have stayed with me now into adulthood. So I'm really happy that you, if you made it all of this way, thank you so much. I would really appreciate if you give this podcast a follow on Instagram at, at chattybirdpod. And I look forward to interacting with you there. And if you have any book requests or recommendations just let me know and I would be so happy to um, kind of tap into those and um, I look forward to talking to you next week. I hope you have a great new year and that you're safe and healthy and surrounded by really, really safe